Welcome to Thanks for Being Here, a very short pod that comes out every Sunday morning as Sundays are such a good time to let go of the day-to-day and touch base with what matters, what will matter, and what will have mattered. The answer to that question for me is often found in ceremonies. I could watch strangers get married once a week, and I'm even more affected by funerals, sitting in a service, taking in the story of one life, just another ordinary person, who they loved and who loved them. In a way, eulogies are about the most succinct source of clarity and direction I can think of. So I ask listeners who have lost someone dear to share their words, and every week I'll read one eulogy here so that we don't forget. There is a point to the pain. We have much to offer. We affect each other deeply. And that ordinary lives are really kind of exquisite when you look at them closely. This is Thanks for Being Here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate. Then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states and situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Thanks for Being Here. This is our weekly moment to pause and think about the power and impact of a single life as shared with us through eulogies. This week's eulogy is from David McNulty. We actually went to Radnor High School together. He lost his father in August of 2021 after a very long battle with liver and esophageal cancer. I should note before we begin that it was his wish to be eulogized by all four of his children. And so David and his sisters, Christine and Laura, and his brother, Dan, wrote it, broke it into sections, and each delivered a portion at his mass. Thank you, everyone, for taking time off work, shortening your vacations, and traveling from near and far to help us celebrate our dad's life. Dad was an organized planner, especially when it came to the numerous trips he took with mom and many with all of us kids and grandkids as well. He treated his impending death much the same way he would any other trip. He packed up the outfit he wanted to be buried in. He created information packets for all of us with instructions for his funeral, including most of your names and numbers for ease of notification. He chose the photos to be used today and in the video presentation last night, they were in numbered photo albums with post-it notes next to them and a key that would rival the Dewey Decimal System. We found it helpful, if a bit odd, that he wrote his own obituary. We had to edit it down quite a bit so it would fit in the Inquirer but it was even weirder to discover that to save us the trouble in the distant future, he wrote mom's obituary too. Disconcerting, especially for mom. But kidding aside, he made it especially clear that he wanted the four of us to deliver his eulogy together because he considers us to be his greatest source of pride. During the time we had together, dad imparted wisdom and life lessons to us in many ways. We'd like to share a few of them with you now. Be driven. Dad was not someone who drifted through life. 
As a young man, he envisioned the kind of future he wanted, and he went after it. As one of five children and the only son born to John and Jane McNulty, he worked his way through college and then through law school while he and mom started to raise a family. He agonized over time he couldn't spend with his young children in those years, but knew that the efforts expended then would pay off in the future. Be secure. Dad was able to laugh at himself. For example, he didn't let his near total lack of musical talent keep him from singing whenever he felt a tune coming on or humming while tending to some mindless task or even taking piano lessons, a source of great amusement for those of us within earshot while he worked through Good King Wenceslas for the four months leading up to Christmas 1979. On many occasions, Dad found himself to be the source of our hilarity and was happy to laugh along with us. Be adventurous. He was always searching for new destinations to visit, new places to explore, new sources of excitement. He and Mom traveled to over 50 countries on six continents. He was an avid skier, enjoying countless runs down the mountain over 40 winters, from Vermont to Colorado and places in between. Dad was also so thrilled that he could join his children and their children on the slopes, even when he was 79. His curiosity about the world and his sense of adventure have been an inspiration to many. He enjoyed water skiing, zip lining, sailing, parasailing, rollerblading, ice skating, and bicycling. Well into adulthood, he continued to push himself by taking on new challenges, including running marathons, buying a foreign car, and voting for a Democrat twice. Be optimistic. Dad was always confident something wonderful was right around the corner, like a fortune he was certain he'd make by opening the Jersey Shore's only kite store. Mom wisely shut down that idea. He was sure that one day he'd hit the mega millions. Even in his final days, he snuck away from his deathbed to buy lottery tickets. Be sensible. As he told us many times when faced with the choice, cheap red wine is always better than cheap white wine. Labels were never important to him, and although he wasn't a fan of casual dress or what he called bowling clothes, he was never out to impress. His favorite dress shirts were Costco's Kirkland brand, and he specified that he only wanted a coffin of Boscov's quality. Be committed. His faith was something that sustained him throughout his life as a devout Catholic. His family was the most important thing to him, and he was most excited about planning vacations in Vermont and the Outer Banks with his children and grandchildren. His ethics or what drove him to always do the right thing through his career as a patent attorney. And his lifelong desire to continue learning fueled his voracious love of reading and discovering the world through travel. Be selfless. If there's an opportunity to help a struggling relative, neighbor, or friend by contributing your time, sweat, equity, or whatever resources you can offer, that is the most meaningful way to express love and respect. In addition, he gave endlessly of his time and talents to the school district, to his parish, to professional organizations that were a constant in his life and ours. Be welcoming. There was always room for one more at the table. Anyone who was in the vicinity of Ithan Avenue at dinnertime was seated and given a plate of food and, if age-appropriate, a glass of Chardonnay. In this spirit, holidays were always the more the merrier. Anyone was welcome to share in the madness. And new guests should be able to laugh at themselves because nobody, especially dad, was spared their turn in the hot seat. Be romantic. Have a weekly date night. Go out to dinner with your sweetie. Enjoy the performing arts, preferably with a pair of close friends who love theater as much as you do. Every Saturday night without fail, mom and dad would spend time together while we stayed home watching The Love Boat. 
pro tip, keep your babysitter on retainer. Pay them for every Saturday night, even if you're not going out and you'll always have someone to watch the kids. And finally, be present. Dad remained close with friends from high school, as well as classmates from Drexel and George Washington and couples mom and dad first befriended as newlyweds. This ability to make and keep connections continued throughout his professional career, his many volunteer and community involvements, his relationship with friends and neighbors. Over the course of dad's illness, we've heard from many people, family members, ballroom dancing friends, travel partners. We've been so moved by the anecdotes from so many who wanted him to know of the impact he made in their lives. And we thank you for honoring them with your friendship, your kindness, and your presence here today. There's been so much loss in the last few years piling up all around us, and I believe grief beyond the pain of it offers clarity and direction that's worth studying and worth circulating. In other words, it's my repeated experience that thinking hard about a single life and its impact is always time well spent. We'll see you on Tuesday for another episode of Kelly Corgan Wonders, and then on Friday for another episode of For the Good of the Order. Thanks for being here.